There's something so indescribably sexy about you standing in the middle of a crowd. Uh, this is going to hurt you a lot more than it will me, I'm happy to say. Mornings are about to get nasty. It's the Mizzy Bender Show. Good morning, everyone. So you are listening to Mornings with Mizzy, the Mizzy Bender Show on your favorite pod- podcast network. I'm really excited because I recorded um, an episode for the Mizzy Bender show last year with Lexi Silver. She is a talented woman within the lifestyle industry, of which she invited me on to be part of her first edition year anniversary of mating season, Herotic Stories. I had the opportunity to read a small blurb from one of the stories, but I'm going to read the full erotic story for you today, which is going to be... Um, the highlight before leading into the actual podcast recording that I'll share next time. Um, so I just wanted to give you a little insight into her thoughts, her words, things like that, so you have an understanding more about her when we actually, you know, pop out the podcast for your listening. So this is a story about two individuals in a pool hall. Well, it's a pool tournament, and uh, we'll be going back and forth between. Uh, their points of view within the actual dynamic of this event. And so I figured I'd read it in my pajamas, in my bed, you know, super casual. And uh, that's about it. So here we go. The story is called Trick Shot and it's in mating season. Story starts out with Max. The pool hall air buzzes with excitement. The energy of the crowd is electric as everyone watches the tournament, money changing hands with every game lost. My senses are heightened as I spoke up as I soak up the intensity of everyone around me. Carefully aiming my pool cue at the last ball on the table, I sink it, finishing off my opponent to advance to the final round. The crowd cheers, most of them my friends and colleagues and past tournament competitors, but with a few strangers thrown in. I've won multiple tourneys before, but the rush of winning never gets old. I shake my hands with adversary and thank people who congratulate me as I mender through the crowd. Maybe I can check out the other games still going on and get a sense of who my next match will be. There is a tall, voluptuous woman at the other table. She bends over to sight her shot, curves flowing like water. Judging from the gasps of and shifts in the crowd, I'm not the only one affected. Her long black hair is pulled back into a tight ponytail cascading down her back with a luster that mesmerizes me and those in proximity, her tight jeans and black tank top were painted on. She calls her shot, a nearly impossible combination of three balls in a row. I choke back a dubious laugh and wait for her to shoot. Even I wouldn't try this. She exhales slowly, then draws her arm forward with precision. The cue ball smacks the five into the two, then into the four. Two balls sail into the same pocket and the other ricochets off, the side band before sinking into the opposite corner. Will color me impressed. Applause rings out and had and her adversary, an arrogant jerk I know from local competitions, has an outraged sneer on his face, like he can't believe he's losing. I revel in his misery. Next, she jumps the eight ball over one of her opponents, the cue ball safely steering clear of the pocket. 
I'm riveted. How is it possible that I don't know the name of this talented pool player yet? I've, been, I've never been starstruck before, but I'm beginning to understand how it might feel. She shakes hands with her sour-looking opponent, and crowd swarms her, offering congratulations. I draw closer to her, wanting to get a better look at this intriguing woman. I need to meet her, especially before we head to the final round together. She turns around suddenly, her eyes catching mine through the crowd. Their hypnotic amber color leaves me breathless, as, do her, as does her luminous golden brown skin. Congratulations, I say, moving forward. It was pretty amazing. I speak loudly so she can hear me over the din of the fully packed pool hall. Thanks, she responds, blowing off the tip of her pool cue jokingly like a western cowgirl with a smoking gun. She smiles, catching me off guard with the dimple at the corner of her mouth. I'm Max, I introduce myself and extend my hand for her to shake. Kayla, with an eye, she says. The skin of her hand is smooth, her grasp firm and warm. My dick stiffens, yearning to feel that grip around it. The look in my eye must expose my attraction to her because the corners of her eyes crinkle with amusement. It takes a moment for us to release each other, as though we're reluctant to break the physical connection, or maybe it's just my imagination. Are you new to the circuit? I don't think I've seen you play before. I hold back all other questions I have, not wanting to overwhelm her or make her think I'm overly interested in her. I don't want to give her the upper hand. I just moved here from Hawaii. It's my first tournament in this town. Well, that explains why I've never seen her around before. She notices the cue in my hand and nods her head toward it. So how do you fare? Ah, she doesn't know me at all yet. A grin threatens to slide across my face as an overwhelming urge to tell her how good I am at pool unfurls in my gut. I'm the five-time champion, basically a legend around here. Call it ego, but I've never wanted to impress someone so badly. Unfortunately, I don't get the opportunity as the announcer's voice over the speakers declares it's time for the final round. You ready for this? I ask her, my fingertips tingling with excitement at being immersed into the intimacy of a one-on-one -on -one competition with her. She looks at me surprised. You're my opponent? I nod and smile at her, my pulse starting to race as the adrenaline kicks in. So do you think you have what it takes? She shrugs. I picked up a few tricks here and there. She teases a hint of flirtation in her voice. I can't quite tell yet if it's genuine or just meant to distract me. Enough to get yourself into a final showdown, I say, giving her some credit. I'm just here to have fun. I have nothing to lose, she says but her eyes take on a competitive gleam and my cock twitches again. Oh, great, a semi will really help me focus. Let's play, I say with a grin, casually gesturing for her to join me. We take our places across the length of the green felt top table, staring at each other down. I can't read the mysterious, playful look in her eyes. Is it her heart beating as quickly as mine at the thrill of a real challenge? My blood stirs in the thought of conquering her in every way. Heads or tails? The announcer asks Kayla, trying to determine who gets the first shot. Heads, she calls, watching me from the corner of her eye. The announcer flips the coin. Tails, he says, into the microphone. Walking around the table, I try to ignore Kayla's intense gaze and the painful strain of my dick pushing against my pants zipper. Balls scattered evenly over the table as I break, sinking two solids. When I look up, Kayla is watching me from across the table. My eyes are drawn to the small strip of bare golden flesh showing above her low-slung jeans. I'm so tempted to touch her. What will her skin feel like under my fingertips? It looks so soft and flawless, hot with blood pumping underneath. Breathing deeply to refocus, I manage to sink one more solid ball before scratching, distracted by the thoughts of her like a damn amateur. 
Your turn, I say. Our fingers brushing together on the edge of the table as she walks past me to retrieve the cue ball from the corner pocket that I accidentally suck in, in, sunk it into. It may, by my, may be my imagination playing tricks on me, but out of the corner of my eye, I see her bite down on her bottom lip as she leans forward to take her shot. Kayla. I can't quite decipher the expression on Max's face, and it's infuriating. It's almost as though he knows his victory is imminent, but there's something else lurking behind it I can't figure out. His smoothly shaved, strong jaw and confident swagger caught me off guard. So did his tan body, which looks like it was sculpted out of marble, then wrapped into a white t-shirt and tight-fitting jeans. But I refuse to believe that's why I'm having trouble concentrating. After all, I have no idea if Max has good reason to be self-assured. Sure, he made it to the finals, but this is just a qualifying tournament for nationals. It's not that fancy. I've won bigger events than this. So I try not to pay attention to him. Every time I look down at the table at my next shot, there he is, watching me, seductively, with those dark brown eyes of his. Except he keeps shifting, like he can't hold still or focus. That brings me some relief, knowing he's unnerved in some way. That allows me to focus enough through this round, one shot at a time. I sink one, but then miss the next, really off my game. My pool coach would be so disappointed in me. I fight off looming sense of inferiority, like I'm not good enough to be here, but Max and I take turns having trouble playing, which reassures me somewhat. The next few rounds pass in haze until one, until only one of my solids and one of his stripes remains on the table. It's down to whoever can sink their final ball first. If either of us misses, the eight right after will lose. I ignore Max, pretending he's not there, avoiding the heat of his gaze. My hands tremble with trepidation as I position my body and line up my shot. I take a deep breath and try and settle myself. I sink my last solid, but I have one last hurdle to overcome before I can claim my victory. The April awaits, the black spear, ta spear taunting me. It's uncomfortably close to Max's last remaining strike, and the angle of the shot seems impossible even with my skills. Max sighs heavily as I calculate my shot and lean over the table. As I do, his eyes burn through my clothes as he stares at me. I exhale slowly and take him, take aim. My heart pounds at the eight ball, almost falls into the pocket, but stops at the edge. Defeat creeps in because now Max has a chance. He's practically licking his chops with satisfaction. I bite my lip and fidget drumming my finger on, his th on my thigh as Max ambles around the perimeter of the table. He gives me a knowing look, then aims and sinks his remaining ball. Dread clenches in my belly as he, and dread clenches in my belly as he eyes the eight ball like it's his next conquest, a sure thing. My breath quickens when he looks up at me from the table, dark brown pools of mischief tormenting me. Frustration at my inability to read him gnaws at me, mingled with distracting heat between my thighs. I soak up every drop of Max's physique as he bends over the table, admiring the sexy way his brows furrows as he concentrates on the next shot. The shot. All eyes around the table follow the eight ball as he sinks it into the corner pocket. I gasp along with the crowd as the cue ball keeps rolling dangling on the edge of the pocket for a split second before slowly falling in. Max's jaw drops, shoulders slumping in defeat. He's as surprised as the rest of us just what happened. Scratching the eight ball is an automatic loss. 
I win by default. Hands clamped down on my shoulders, whistles and applause ringing through the air to congratulate me. But this win bothers me immensely. Max should have made that shot. He was supposed to win. I didn't beat him properly and the taste of victory is sour on my tongue. Congrats, Max says, rounding the table to shake hands. He looks like a wounded animal, but I can barely see him because of all the camera flashes around us, blinding me. I'm moving on to the next round of the tournament with the best of the best from around the country. I take Max's hand, squeezing hard, trying to convey my frustrated anger through my fingertips. My pulse races when I lean in closer and inadvertently catch a whiff of his musky scent. You had the game, I say into his ear, letting go of his hand. He shakes out his fingers, surprised at my strength. Clearly I didn't. I guess I wasn't concentrating hard enough, he replies, staring me straight in the eyes unwaveringly. My belly clenches, heat pooling lower. Or maybe you just got lucky, he says, his tone challenging. I place a hand on my hip, challenging him right back. I'm not satisfied, I say matter-of-factly with just a tinge of disappointment. Max gives me an amused grin. Why not? You won 10 grand in your own top-of-the-line table and custom cue set. You're heading to the final rounds. What else do you want? He casually leans back against the pool table, and my gaze is drawn to the considerable bulge in his pants. He draws more attention to the area by hooking a finger into one of his belt loops. I manage to peel my eyes away from the front of his pants and pause, contemplating the double entendre in his suggestive tone. I match his body language, also leaning one hip against the edge of the table, so close to him that I'm melting from the heat from his body. I pick up a cue and start chalking the tip in preparation. I want a rematch. You and me, best of three series. Max laughs. You already won your prize. He's trans transfixed by my slow chalking of the pool cue, and he bites his lip. I hide my smug smile. This is for pride, not money, I point out. I want to see if you have what it takes to beat me, and I'm going to beat you outright and not by default. Max cocks his eyebrows as he reflects my challenge. If he's anything like me, and I've seen enough to know that we have a competitive streak in common, He's seething over this loss. Nothing likes, nobody likes losing because of an error like that. Fine, you're on, he says, but we have to wait until everyone clears out of here and we have the place to ourselves. My stomach knots in both anticipation and fear. How could I be alone with him in here? I try and conceal my excitement and block the flood of erotic images that pass through my mind. A young guy dressed in the staff uniform of all black sidles up to Max's side trying to be inconspicuous. Excuse me, Max, but we need you in the back before we close. Thanks, Liam, Max says. I'm momentarily perplexed by their exchange, but then Max turns to me and adds, oh, didn't I mention? I own this place. He gives me a cocky smirk before disappearing into the crowd, leaving me alone to be swallowed up by members of the press. I glue a grin to my face for the reporters and take photos with the tournament sponsors, all while trying not to think about the effect Max has on me. Resolving several minor issues in the back office takes me much longer than I'd anticipated. At least I know Kayla is still waiting because her level of competitiveness, competitiveness outweighs any impatience she might be feeling. Finally, I make my way back into the main pool hall. Steve, my floor manager, is herding the last of the stra stragglers and staff members out the door. Are you leaving too, boss? 
asked Steve, as he takes out his keys ready to close the place for the night. Not yet, I reply. You can lock the door behind you. Steve glances at Kayla, and the jealousy is clear on his face when he realizes he's about to leave the two of us together. He nods at me and steps out into the night. Thanks, Steve. I'll call after, and after he waves from the other side of the glass door. Then I'm alone with Kayla. I turn back to see her practice, practicing trick shots in the farthest corner of the pool hole, gearing up for our match. I approach from the side, observing her as she bends over and takes her shot. She moves with cat-like grace. I could watch her for hours. Despite my attempts at stealth, she sees me coming and looks at me as she takes her shot, magically sinking two balls into one pocket. The fact that she's seriously skilled on top of her having a sharp tongue, an aura of mystery about her, awakens a spark in me that I thought long thought was dormant. My pulse races as she notices me watching her. It's about time, Kayla says, chalking up her cue as I walk to her. I thought you chickened out on me and left through a secret back door in the alley or something. Or something, I responded, flirting shamelessly. She smiles and her eyes lighten up. Now I want to see what you really got, she says, an edge of rivalry sneaking into her voice, and then beat you properly. How can you be so sure you're going to win? After all, I am a pro. I snatch her cue, turning my back to the table, and sink one of the balls she lined up to shoot without even looking at it. She arches an eyebrow, impressed, and my heart does a triumphant dance in my chest. You're a pro who scratched on the final table and lost, she sasses, moving around the table to collect all the balls from their pockets. Let's set the score to do the talking, shall we? I look Kayla straight in the eyes, trying to ignore her ample curves and the way they move under her tight clothes. Fine, you can break. She arranges the balls within the triangle for a fresh match and positions herself to break, all while staring me down. My dick stirs under her amber gray gaze, and a shiver runs down my spine. Fuck, her eyes are intense. Everything moves like it's in slow motion. Kayla's breasts strain against her top as she takes her shot. I catch a brief flash of her belly folding slightly over the top of her jeans. Surely she must know how gorgeous she is. She struts to the other end of the table with confidence, sinking two more balls as though I'm not even there. Your turn, Max. Kayla leans against the table and waits for me to take my shot. She eyes me appreciatively, her gaze traveling up and down my body. Does she realize how badly I want to reach out and touch her skin? My fingers itch to strip off the top and grab the dark waves of her hair tumbling from the ponytail down her back. I admire her style and watch her fall into a rhythm as we continue to battle for a hefty prize, pride. All while I feel like we're really playing for something substantial. Kayla. Time has blurred. I don't even know how long we've been playing, but Max and I now have one win apiece in a three game series. We haven't been talking much, but our intense eye contact hasn't wavered except for when we take our shots. It feels like it's a million degrees in here despite the air conditioning still going strong. It's been a struggle for me to focus. My clothes are tighter than usual around my body and the heat between my thighs has gone from slow burn to nearly singeing my panties. My only consolation is that I notice Max having similar difficulties with his deep sighs and long pauses between shots, readjusting more than necessary to find the right angle and aim. This is, this is the tiebreaker, the one for the glory, Max says in deep theatrical voice. 
I smile and he, hand, he hands me the rack to collect the balls from the pockets so we can start a new game. We're so close that his thighs press lightly against mine, his heat transferring even though, even through our pants. My desire to touch him is intense and I sense chaos is about to wash over us. I grab the triangle from him, then jab his chest with one rounded corner. Max smiles with amusement. The question is, do you have the guts? I retort, then turn to the table and start preparing our game. Not moving too much because I'm enjoying the feel of his body against mine, even if it's just his leg. No guts, no glory, he responds, playfully poking my thigh with the end of his pool cue. If you're so confident, why don't we raise the stakes, I ask. Momentum is on my side. I just won the last round, and I'm emboldened since Max is clearly enjoying this flirtation as much as I am. What did you have in mind, he asks, turning towards me so that our faces are only inches from each other. Everything snaps back into sharp focus as Max's audacious tone, adrenaline pumping through my system. A hundred answers to his open-minded question popped into mind, all of them filthy. Pool has always been a provocative game for me. Two people vying for control, trying to intimidate each other psychologically. That's the ultimate foreplay, a sopiosexual like me. Combined with the obvious physical chemistry and his proximity to me, this is a dangerous mix. Max grins slyly at me. His, arms brushes, his arm brushes against me as he reaches for the chalk on the edge of the table, never breaking his gaze. I shudder when his, arm, his warm breath ghosts over my ear. He trails his hand over my arm, down my side, my hip, coming to the rest at the top of my thigh. If he were just a few inches to the left, you enjoy a good challenge, don't you? Max asks, his lips gazing the side of my neck. Goosebumps rise on my back and arms. I prefer a good win, I counter, barely recognizing the husky sound of my own voice. Max presses his body into mine, pinning me between the side of the table and his body, so close to him that I can feel his hardness prodding through his clothes. My panties dampen anew at his nearness, craving his touch all over me. So what kind of stakes are we talking about, he asks, as his lips hover dangerously close to mine. I summon the willpower to resist kissing him to discover if they're as soft as they look. Strip pool. If one of us misses our shot, that person has to remove one piece of clothing. If one of us sings a ball, then the other person has to take something off. And jewelry doesn't count. My voice is surprisingly even, masking my tension. Max groans approvingly. At that rate, you're going to be naked in no time. He sounds excited by that prospect. We'll see about that, I assert, then somehow pull myself away from him and the table. Not because I don't want him to touch me, but because we have a game to finish, and my desire to win overrules my need for him. I rack the balls, set aside the triangle, and grab my cue to take my shot. I'm determined to get him naked. I want to see the body under all those clothes, even if watching him undress is going to make it that much harder for me to win. I sink my first ball easily and smile as I look up to him. Max, strip, I command. Lucky shot, he says, studying me as he unbuckles his belt, slowly sliding the leather out of the loops of his pants before he tosses it aside carelessly. His jeans look a little more slow, low slung than before he removed his belt and I get a full look at the bulge at the front of his pants. 
I mentally wipe the drool from the corner of my mouth and lean over the table to take aim, but I catch a glimpse of skin above the waistband of his underwear just as I shoot, and I miss. That was an easy shot, he says, approaching me, looking me up and down. Now strip. I slowly lift my tank top. A calculated move. I'm not wearing a bra. Max's eyes widen as he admires my breasts and nipples harden. My hair feels too tight in my ponytail, and I tug on the elastic to free my locks, shaking them out. My breasts sway with the movement, and his gaze follows them. Your turn, I tell him. Let's see you do better. He peels his eyes away from me and rubs them, as though trying to clear the image of me half-naked from his mind. Once I see he's planning his shot, I strategically position myself at the pocket he's aiming at and casually lean against the table, chalking up my cue and blowing the excess of the tip. When he misses, I can't help but smirk. I'm off my game, he admits, slowly lifting his shirt from the bottom and up over his head. Holy hell, it was obvious even with his clothes on, he was in good shape. What shape? My eyes follow the treasure trail of dark hair from his navel as it disappears into the front of his jeans, and I swear I can see his bulge move. He tosses his shirt onto the empty table nearby, an amused grin on his lips. Fiery heat rages between my legs. You look distracted, he says, trying to throw me off my game, and I admit he's successful, but I don't want him to know that. And you look cockier than you should be, I argue, finding the perfect angle to do a three-shot combo. I sink two and then scratch the cue ball. That's two things you have to take off, I smirk, trying to cover up my anticipation. And one for you, he points out. You missed your last shot. He removes his shoes, one at a time, tossing them haphazardly to the floor. Black socks still on. Damn, I'd be hoping his pants and underwear would have been next. Hmm, I can't remove only one of my stiletto boots because then I'd be hobbling around. Plus, the extra few inches gives me a better stance when I bend over to shoot. He watches me unfasten my jeans, my fingertips nearly burning the heat of the metal button on the zipper. I slowly bring the tight fabric down my thighs and calves, then over each boot, until I'm standing in front of him wearing only lacy black thong and my high heels. His lips part as he draws near me, appraising me with lust. I don't feel exposed. I'm empowered. The cool air kisses my hot, bare flesh, but does nothing to lessen my rising body temperature, especially with Max standing a few inches in front of me. I ache for more to touch him. It's hard to tell who's winning here, he confesses, now so close that I can feel tips of my nipples poke against his hard chest, his bulge gazing at me. We're not done yet, I say breathlessly. It's your turn. He pushes his body close to mine. You're blocking my shot, he says, not upset by that in the least. I step to the side to give him access, my thigh still touching his, purposely leaning my breast into his shooting arm. Still, it's still hard to tell who's more preoccupied. Neither of us are surprised that he misses again. You have an unfair advantage, he complains, locking eyes with me as he unbuttons his pants, slowly dragging the zipper down, taunting me with little strip tees before sliding them down his legs and stepping out of them. To my dismay, he's still wearing black boxer briefs, though they can't conceal the outline of his impressive dick. I quell the urge to tug his underwear down around his muscled thighs to touch the dark hair on his legs and see how it feels under my fingertips. 
I try to come up with a quick barb in reply, but I can't think as he revels in more skin. I try and come up with a quick or barb in reply, but I can't think as he reveals more skin. My mouth opens and closes a few times without speaking before I manage. Don't be sore, loser, his eyes narrow at my taunting use of the L word, but he smiles slowly. Now it's my turn to lean over and take my shot. I know I'm giving him a full view of my round ass, the curves framed by the set scant black lace of my thong. I can hear him muttering obscenities under his breath as he watches me take the easiest shot I could find on the table, motivated to see him fully naked. I sink my shot, but then scratch the cue ball yet again. Strip, I tell him triumphantly, then realize that I'm also going to have to remove something. I'm mesmerized by the sight of him hooking his fingers in the side of his boxers, but he hesitates. I'm tempted to rip them off. I'll show you mine if you show me yours, he says, his voice husky and his eyes twinkling with mischief. Fair is fair. I shrug, covering up my excitement at finally seeing his dick and start to lower my thong. He re resumes peeling his boxers down his legs and the bulge I've been admiring finally slides into view, tormenting me with his perfectly shaped package. His cock is mouth-wateringly thick, its head is curved for pleasure, just like my favorite dildo back home. I imagine trying to fit the entire length of him, both of my hands, end to end, and could split me apart if he were inside me. My pussy drools, liquid, sex down the inside of my thigh, and I remember I'm also bare, except for my stiletto boots. I can't recall where I threw my soaked underwear, but I'm too riveted by the godlike creature in front of me to care. I grabbed my cue and start ch chalking up the tip, just looking at Max's dick, hungering to devour him. I'm secretly ready to forfeit and conquer him instead. Max approaches slowly until his hard cock is pressed against my thigh. Are you sure you really want to take that shot? He asks, one of his big hands sliding down the slope of my back to just rest above my ass. I gasp at the heat of his touch, my cue slipping from the grass and clattering on the floor. His arms slip around my waist and he pulls me up against his body, his dick sandwiched between us, my hips unconsciously pushed against him, craving contact. Warm lips graze my neck and my shoulder, stealing my breath. He groans when my trembling fingers snake up his muscle chest and stomach, then down until I hold, I'm holding his twitching cock in both my hands. We still have a game to finish, I reminded us, my voice barely whisper. His lips curl into a slow grin, his eyes darkening. Think of this as intermission, Max says, and his lips finally capture mine. Max. Kayla's mouth is sweet and faintly minty. Her lips blow mine as thirsty for me as I am her. My body responds to every point of contact as she presses against me, nipples rubbing against my chest as she strokes my cock. I groan and run my hands over the small of her back tracing the roundness of her ass. I can't resist squeezing, loving the way she feels in my hands. She moans against my lips, her legs parting in response to my touch. I lift her onto the edge of the pool table and she winds her legs around my waist, my throbbing erection nudging between her thighs, but not entering her. Her wet heat lures me in as I suck on her tongue, her nails digging into my shoulders with urgency. 
God, I can't wait to get inside her. Burying my hand in her thick, wavy hair, I pull her head to the side. She gasps as my lips move down to the curve of her jaw, nipping at her exposed throat. Her breath catches and she grabs my ass, searching for something to hold on to. The taste and musky scent of her fragrant, fragrant skin intoxicate me. A primal sense of satisfaction and need to conquer her running through me. Her breasts crush against my chest, inviting me closer, her legs tightening like a vice around me. She's pushing her pussy up against my hard dick, inviting me to slip into her, but I'm only going to make her wait. I dip my head to spend time worshipping her breasts, lathering them with my attention. I've been dying to give them since she took off her tank top. The vibrations from Kayla's moans echo deeply in her chest so I can feel them in my mouth when I bite her hard little nipples and suck them into submission. She moans, her head arching backward to give me more access, her nails digging into my shoulders and the back of my head. I look up and peer into Kayla's yellow, gold irises. The wild days looked them diving, driving me higher. I'm dying to possess this mysterious woman I need to know all of her secrets, starting with her body. Our tongues tangle again, and I run my hands up her thighs. Her smooth, warm skin yields beneath my fingers, her supple muscles quivering with desire. I trace my upward, I trace my, uh, my way upward, and she unhooks her legs from my waist to spread her thighs for me. My fingertips brush against the thin landing strip of her hair between her thighs. Her inner pink pussy lips glistening with her need, Kayla squirms against my stomach, watching me. As I look up at her and get my knees on the floor, I ache to give her pleasure and want to open up her more so she can take every inch of my dick squeezed inside of her. My fingers test her first, rubbing her juices over her clit. She tosses her head back and moans, balancing her hands on the pool table behind her. She shudders as I work her clit. Little noises wrenched from the back of her throat. I glide two fingers into her scorching flesh, my cock throbbing as I can already imagine myself being buried inside of her. My other hand firmly pressed her legs further apart, and I can see the juices dripping from her swollen pink lips. My mouth waters. I have to taste her. My fingers still moving inside of her. I drag my tongue from her juicy slit up to her clit, sucking on the sweet little numb. I taste, her taste and her scent arouse me even more intensely, and I groan with delight at the privilege of drinking from her fount. Kayla buries her hands in my hair, tugging and pulling as I lose myself, giving her pleasure. My cock aches with unbearable anticipation as she sighs, her entire body responding to me as I build up her, to her orga orgasm. Her thighs clenching around my ears, she shudders above me. Glancing up, I see her face twist in ecstasy, and satisfaction rolls through me just like her climax overtakes her. Deep groans echoing in the empty pool hole and vibrating through her body and over my tongue. Even with her in this position, legs spread in front of me, drunk with bliss, she's not my conquest, I'm hers rendered power, powerless by her brains and beauty. She's the one in control. Famished for even more of her, I lap up her juices, my mouth wandering up against, over her neck and to the top of her breasts, lingering on her perfect nipples. 
Then she grabs the back of my head and pulls my mouth back to hers. Kayla. I'm still reeling from the power of my orgasm and how quickly he made me come. Max is incredibly skilled with his tongue and fingers, and I'm dying to experience what he can do with his dick. I bring Max's hand up to my lips, and I suck off my juices. His eyes widen in surprise when I slide my tongue around his fingers. My pussy aches, conscious of how empty I am, and as I earn with impatience for his cock, grabbing him by his dick and pulling him closer, I rub his engorged head against my soaked opening, teasing both of us at the same time. I want him to stretch me apart and fill me. He groans and dips his head to kiss me again. I suck on his tongue for a moment before my mouth over his neck and down his chest. Eager to taste him, I peel off the pool table and drop to my knees in front of him. My mouth finally level with my prize, his cock. His dick twitches and I lick off the few drops of pre-cum on his head. The stickiness extends from my lips as I pull away. Obscene little stings dangle between us. He moans above me. His stare burns into me as I slip into the heat of my mouth. Max shifts, propping himself up against the side of the table, one hand cradling my head so I don't bang it. His fingers tangle in my hair as my tongue swirls around him, encouraged by his low, guttural moan. I throb with each stroke of my tongue against his silkiness of his hot flesh, mapping his shape for when he's inside me. He tenses as I work into a furrow of and I stare up at his blissful look on his face. His grip on my head tightens. His clouding over my tongue travels over the curves of his cock. Kayla, he says, nearly breathless, I need to fuck you. I mumble around his dick. I need you inside me. He moans at the vibrations of my voice, and I lick him, working my way back up his cock, looking at him. He groans, pulling away from my mouth and dragging me to my feet, recapturing my lips. He surprises me with a deep, succulent kiss. His cock pounces against my belly, warm and pulsing, slick with my saliva. Max slips his hands between my thighs, playing between my folds once again, and I inhale sharply. Without warning, he grabs my ass with both of his strong hands and lifts me effortlessly, propping me against the edge of the table, his eyes dancing with amusement. Are you afraid to lose to me, he asks, voice teasing as the thumb rubs against my clit again. Something fiery surges between us, his words sparking my fierce ambition. I grab his shaft firmly in my hand, staring him in the eye. I never lose, I say and position his dick at the entrance of my sex. Max. Kayla's hand guides me into her, the heat between her thighs. She's dripping so much that gliding into her seems seamless. She groans as I penetrate her, echoing my satisfaction. I fully nestled my cock inside of her, basking in the intense heat of her pussy squeezing around me. I start to thrust slowly, deeply, but soon lose myself in her hip grinding against mine and speed up my pace. She grabs me by the back of the neck and pulls me down to kiss her again, my tongue inside her mouth while my dick invades her pussy. Holding her in midair, I kiss and fuck her at the same time and delectably wet sounds of each thrust echoing in the pool hall. Her hips roll into mine as we work ourselves into a rhythm, her soft breasts bouncing slightly with every movement. I lean back a bit to see more of her 
transfixed by the fire in her amber eyes. We moan together as I drive more fully into her. Her pussy clenching around me, gripping me from inside as though she doesn't want me to leave. I'm way too close to losing control and exploding inside of her, but I'm not done with her yet. I pull out of her and carefully set her down on the ground, grabbing her hair and kissing her. Kayla gives me an evil grin and spins herself around with her back to me. She leans forward on the pool table, spreading her legs with beautiful, rounded ass up in the air. Her wet pussy glimmers invitingly, wanting my dick in her again. I grip her hips and slow into her again, both of us groaning at the reconnection. I thrust long and deep, savoring the slick heat of her around me. Her body laid out in front of me, perfection. Her juices trickle down my shaft and my balls, bathing me in her sex. I pound into her harder, faster. I listen for her moans and watch the twitches of her body to make sure she can take the size of me. But she's reaching behind me to grab my ass and pull me even closer, deeper. I reach in front of her to rub her clit, but her other hand is already there. Clearly, she doesn't need me for pleasure. That turns me on even more. And I grab her mane and I pull her hair in my hand, twisting and slowly pull her head towards me, groaning into her neck. She arches backwards to meet my hips, and I notice the knuckles of her free hand turning white from the grip on the edge of the pool table. Her ass quivers with each thrust, moans, deep, voice breaking as I stroke her G-spot from the inside. My orgasm is getting close, but I want her to come first. I slow down slightly, wanting to prolong this and drive her higher, but she turns around to look at me over her shoulder. Smiling, she pushes me away and I slide out of her. She flips over to face me, her yellow gold eyes blazing with passion. Is that the best you got? She turned, taunts me, edging me on. And here I thought I was putting forth some of my best moves. The ferocity, ferocity of my competitiveness overtakes me and I grab her hand and lead her to the bar stool propped up against one of the pool tables nearby. I stare at her immensely and hoist her ass up at the edge of the stool, facing me with both of her perfect height. Kayla gasps in surprise as I spread her legs roughly. She smiles and grabs me by the dick again, raising her hips to guide me back inside of her in one stroke. I groan as I revel in her tight, wet heat. Our lips meet again, my tongue sliding against hers, my arms securing the small of her back. I lose myself inside of her again, every one of my senses all light. Kayla lifts her long legs until her calves are over my shoulders, her stiletto boots in the air. Sliding my hand over her leg and up her thigh, I grab her ass to anchor her and drive into her with abandon. She balances herself, herself with one hand on the stool and the other on my shoulder. As the back of the stool slumps, I bumps against the side of the pool table over and over and over again. I increased my pace, her breasts bouncing with each thrust as my hips pound against her, the audible slap of my skin mingling with the sounds of her ecstatic moans. With my free hands, I slip my thumb over her clit and rub the engorged knot, in sync with my cock moving within her. Her pussy tightens around me in response, and I know she's close to the brink of exploding as I am. Oh, fuck, Kayla moans, her sounds of pleasure testing my limits of self-control. I pound into her over and over until she erupts with orgasm, her body racked with tremors as she clenches around my cock. I don't stop until her body falters and the last of her spasms die down. 
Her climax fuels my pleasure, and the heat and pressure rise within my balls again. I slow down and remain buried with her, not moving, relishing the residual trembling of her pussy around every inch of me. My hands slip behind the nape of her neck to bring her face up to mine, and I kiss her deeply and fully, reawakening her. I can't get enough of her. I never want to stop. I feel like I'm possessed by a sex demon with a singular focus. My dick still inside her, Kayla pulls back from my mouth and smiles. My turn, she says, pushing me away from her, letting me help her to her feet. She sways slightly as though drunk after her orgasm, taking an extra second to find her balance. Get over here and lay down, she instructs, tapping the green felt on the pool table as though gesturing that I should get horizontal. The idea of anything but pool balls and hands touching the immaculate felt on my tables usually drives me insane, but right now, the sight of Kayla naked unhinges me. I raise my body up onto the pool table, lying down on my back, ready for her to do whatever she wants to me. Kayla joins me on the felt, turning her back to me, and straddles my face. Her pussy and thighs are slick with her wetness, and I inhale her fragrant pussy, grateful to taste her again and be suffocated. By her thighs, I grab her ass to pull her closer to me and lap up her juices as they drip down into my mouth. Just as I'm relieved to take a break so I don't come too fast, she grabs my cock and starts to stroke me rhythmically, riding my face. I can't see her playing with me, but I can feel every movement. Everything about her torments me. Her scent, the tightness of her fingers wrapped around my cock the way her spit runs down my shaft as she eases herself comfortably into a 69 position and starts to suck me again. I groan, and she takes the entire length of me down her throat. I force myself to be patient and not to explode inside her silky mouth yet. My balls tighten, and when her hips move back and forth, my face, uh, back and forth on my face, using my mouth as a sex toy, the muscles in her legs and ass start to tense in my hands, and she moans around my cock. I struggle for composure and don't stop licking and sucking her pussy until she unclenches her thighs from around my face. A sense of victory rolls through me when she lifts herself off my mouth, slumping back to her knees behind my head, and looks down at me with a cum-drunk smile. Kayla. I fight through the haze of orgasm Max just gave me. I want to wipe that smug smile off his face and continue conquering him. I don't want this pleasure. Our and our... I don't want this pleasure in our connection to end. I crawl over his body and turn to his face and face him. I shimmy down him on the table and straddle his hips, his hands grabbing my ass before I even get started, his dark eyes as clouded over with lust as mine, his gaze intense, grasping his cock in one hand. I slip the head against the opening of my pussy a few times, unclear if I'm teasing myself or him. We lock eyes and I take him inside me, my wetness lubing him up. More of my juices drip down my thighs and make a mess between us. Max runs his hands over his hips, over my hips and ass, grabbing tightly as I start to grind myself on him, and I push down on his strong chest with one hand for stability. With the other hand, I squeeze each of my breasts and nipples, sending new sensations through my body. I'm immense, immersed in a way he refilled. I'm immersed in the way he fills me, his hips rising up from below. The pulse between my thighs pounds as he starts stroking my clit with the pad of his thumb. His expression turns from smugness to elation, 
and I grind harder, faster, greedily taking as much pleasure from him as I want. Max's breathing is uneven and ragged, and his hips push upwards to meet my thrusts. He's coming undone, and I wave a power of rolls through me. I want to make you come again, he groans, moving faster inside me, still in rhythm with my movements. I'm going to make myself come, I respond, a little vicious ting tinge to my voice. He shivers at my malicious tone. Clearly, he's as turned on by me, being in control as I am. I fuck him harder and faster until my mind goes blank. A growl rips from my throat, savage and shocking me, but completely in line with my ferocity, and I chase my orgasm to the end. Max moans as I finish quivering around him, and just as his balls are tightening with the need for release, I slide off him. My mouth wraps over the head of his cock, and I can taste myself all over him. He grunts deeply and erupts on my tongue, streams of his cum spurting out him and trickling down my throat. I savor his taste and the heat of his juices as his body shakes and pulses with pleasure. I don't stop devouring him until I've sucked every drop the same way he savored my pussy when I exploded on his tongue earlier. Now it's my turn to be pleased with myself. We both try to catch our breaths and I struggle to clear the fog from my mind. My hand finds myself on Max's chest looking down at him and delighting in broad, exhausted smile on his lips. Even though it's over, I'm hesitant to let him put clothes on again, wanting to admire the nakedness for as long as possible. He pulls me down to him, kissing me almost drunkenly. So does this mean I win? He asks. Not a chance, I reply with amusement, slapping his chest playfully. He laughs as I slide off the table bending to grab the pool cue I dropped earlier. We still have a game to finish. Max groans and peels himself off the green to locate his pool cue. I pass the chalk, to, chalk and eye the shot in front of us. Somehow, I thought that fucking him would alleviate the fire between us, but that possibly has long since evaporated. He's far too striking. I'm already aroused and new and ready for more. Insatiable for him but I'll be generous and give him a break and a chance to recharge before I vanquish him again. Look, it's my turn, he says, walking around to the other side of the pool table to visualize the ball's trajectory. Prepare to be conquered, he warns, winking at me as he takes his best shot. Wow, I'm sweating reading this. Thank you for joining my reading. I know that there were a few bumpy moments there, but if you are interested in learning more, you can go to lexisilver.com. That's L-E-X-I-S-Y-L-V-E-R.com. Here, I don't know if you can see it, but I will also include this within all of the postings so you can be sure to go find where you can find all the erotic stories and what's left in this book. I do have another story to read and you'll hear that in the future. So until next time, you guys, make sure you follow me at mizzybender.com, submit any questions, any topics that you would want for a morning show. And uh, that's it. Until next time, check you later.